as we say in Louisiana, vote early and vote often. Absolutely. <laughs> true story, true story. <laughs> It's time for the Brew and Shavers Sports Podcast. Coming at you every week to talk all the things that make us love sports. The games, the rivalries, and of course, the personalities. We are stoked that you are listening. Uh, we believe that you're more than listeners. Uh, to quote Brian Kelly, you're family. And we're glad that you're listening to us. Absolutely. Oh, welcome back, sports fans. Hang on, i got to catch my breath. You remember when James Harrison returned that interception uh, 100 yards in Super Bowl 43? Yes. He was on oxygen for two weeks later. <laughs> right. <laughs> so today I, I'm having Wi-Fi problems. I go out and check the box outside the house. I open the door. Red wasps nest. <laughs> no now, way. I've asked my wife before. I know I'm getting older. Do you think I can still run? Today you found out? I received proof. <laughs> I could run like the wind. Yeah, well, here's my first question. Is there video footage? Because I would like to see. Uh, <laughs> I need to check with my neighbors, uh, their doorbell cam. Yeah, I'm exactly, sure someone picked exactly. it up, and it's probably already on YouTube or TikTok right now as we speak. But I got to catch my breath, folks. Woo, what a day, what a day. But, you know, necessity is a great motivator. Yes. And when you're running for your life... <laughs> which I thought I was. I thought I was about to meet my maker. Absolutely. Because they were coming after me. You, you, you find out that you have a strength and a speed that you never knew possible. It's a next level. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to the Brew and Shaver Sports Podcast, where we have some updates uh, that don't include wasps and older men running looking like idiots. <laughs> so let's get right to it. First of all, we want to give a huge shout out to one of our listeners, Dylan Marsh up in Oklahoma, who responded to our question last week, who's the best wide receiver at your favorite school? Dylan is a big time OU Sooners fan. His grandfather actually played for the Sooners, recruited by Bud Wilkinson. That's pretty awesome. cool in and of itself. But Dylan submitted Ryan Broyles. He submitted it, I believe, on Instagram. Yes. We're older guys. We don't always look at our social media as exactly. much as we did, as much as we should. So we're sorry, Dylan, for not getting that in. But we wanted to give you props. Thank you so much yes, for responding and, and participating in that. Let's move on over to college baseball. Quick update on the uh, current D1 uh, top ten. We have five SEC teams, and Darren. Your Vanderbilt Commodores had quite a series against Kentucky. Yes, they did. And it was a much-needed series because, you know, last week when they were supposed to play Tennessee, apparently no one showed up for the game, and Tennessee just scored runs at will for three straight games <laughs> uh, and, and beat them mercilessly, uh, and, and deservedly so because they were awful. So it was really, really nice to have a comeback series like that, uh, to not have a midweek game, kind of shake the dust off, and then have a, a comeback series against Kentucky – who, from an RPI perspective, was an incredible win. Because uh, RPI, strength of schedule, and all that stuff, Kentucky's in top two or three all the way across the board. So it was a great win. But, you know, there was some baseball across the conference. Like you said, five, five, we've got five teams right now in the top ten. Yeah, we have LSU at number one, uh, South Carolina at number three, Florida at four, Vanderbilt at five, Arkansas at six. So still a pretty good showing for the SEC. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And, and you know, it's getting to that point where it's really becoming fun to even more fun to watch. It's starting to kind of shape up who's going to make the tournament because, you know, it's one of those rare circumstances where not everybody makes the tournament. You know, those, those bottom few teams are left out. So 
it's not looking good for some. And 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 when you watch other teams play, boy, it looks like it's going to be a fun tournament to watch. I think it's usually in the SEC basketball tournament Memorial Day weekend ish. Baseball. Yeah, baseball. Yeah. It's, it's somewhere in that that range, if not right at that. It's either right around that that either that last weekend or second to last weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. SEC dominance. Uh, yep. The NFL draft for the 17th straight year, SEC yes. had most players of any conference drafted. Uh, what was the total? 50, 62. 17 straight years. Yep. Pretty incredible. Well, let's move over to a, a conference that's not very dominant. And they have a team <laughs> called Colorado in their conference. Yes, they do. With a new coach named Deion Sanders. When they started this offseason, 83 scholarship players. Mm-hmm. I believe they're down to 13. Yes. It, and, you know, the thing about it is we we remember, if you recall, at the end of the basketball season, not this most recent one, but the previous year, you know, there was some panic in LSU circles because their basketball team had no scholarship players. It's hard to even comprehend your football team basically having no scholarship players. And you, you got to hope for the kids that are committing and that are coming on board he knows what he's doing because I just feel like that's going to be a train wreck. I don't know how it's, I don't know how it's not. How do you, how do you get, you know, 71 or 85 people, you know, 71 of whom never even been there before and have never even met for the most part to come together and play a sport that is, I mean, you know, it's hardcore chess at the end of the day, the mental aspect of it. you hope for the kids that he knows what he's doing. Yeah. When it snows in April, mm-hmm. would you rather be somewhere where it's snowing in April? Would you rather be somewhere where it's sunny and that's, 70 that's degrees? exactly right. If I'm going to choose strictly based on weather, it is not going to be to go to the snow. I'm going to end up in <laughs> Miami. I can tell you that. <laughs> you know, and, and, and we can't prove this, unconfirmed reports, but we won't even say his name. But there is a report out there that a player from southern Louisiana, which is not accustomed to snow, had an official visit to Colorado where he had committed because of Coach Prime. It snowed the entire weekend he was there. He left Colorado on Sunday, landed in Louisiana Sunday night, and decommitted Monday afternoon. (laughs) So I think you might be on to (laughs) something. He came back to the sunshine and the the good food. Exactly, exactly. Well, it, we'll we'll keep tabs on Colorado. Dion, I'm sure, has a plan. I think I heard him on another show the other day say that um, when you when you buy new furniture, you got to move the other furniture out. Some other people may love that furniture, but you want the new furniture. Yeah. So it seems he has a plan. Let's see how it plays out. But it sure has been um, entertaining up to this point. Yes. So let's move over to some football action. Talk about the uh, XFL playoffs and an update on the USFL and. Darren, you better take this because, boy, I'm out of breath again. <laughs> I tell you, those, those wasps, they chased me. Oh. They, they are kind of relentless, aren't right they? Right into the studio. <laughs> well, the XFL playoffs are in full swing, and because it's only a, a, a 10-week season with 10 teams, uh, playoffs are kind of short. Uh, so there's basically two rounds of the playoffs. The, the first round was this week, uh, Seattle uh, versus D.C. and Arlington versus Houston. The crazy thing is, if you look at these two games, they seem to be pretty decided beforehand. The very thing we've talked about is kind of the struggle with spring football, both USFL and XFL. You really kind of see who the dominant teams have been 
and it typically plays out the way you think it's going to. DC game just that did did just that. Seattle played hard, but DC is a really really good team, and and it was a, it was a pretty uh, resounding victory for DC. On the other hand of it, Arlington, which is you know just down twenty in in Dallas, uh, that I declared last week didn't even belong in the playoffs because they had a four and six record, came out against Houston who has been outside of D.C., you know, they've been the second most dominant team in, in the, the league and absolutely took control of the game. Uh, you can tell this was the third week, I believe, that Luis Perez, uh, the quarterback uh, for uh, Arlington, has started and looked into his history after seeing what he had done this week after having three weeks in the same system and, and how his accuracy and his, his, the strength of his arm he doesn't have a very um, high-profile college history, but if you dig into the games he played in his two years at University of Texas A&M Commerce, you know the team everybody follows. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> after his in, during his two years, uh, he um, threw seventy-eight passes and eighty-one hundred yards. So, dude can sling a football, and he showed that this weekend. So now on May 13th in San Antonio, uh, the XFL first annual or first XFL championship, at least this version of the XFL, will be uh, the D.C. Defenders versus the Arlington uh, Renegades uh, in San Antonio. My thoughts, honestly, are it'll be an Ar- or, um, a D.C. victory because I don't think D.C. has shown themselves to be strong all year long. And I don't think Luis Perez will catch them off guard the way Houston. They've got more tape on him now. They've seen really what he's capable of can game plan for it better. I think Houston was just completely caught off guard. Uh, they expected uh, what Arlington has been all year offensively, kind of what they would fall back into. And this dude is a beast and can sling a football. So I, it'll be a fun game probably to watch because Arlington is obviously much stronger than they have been all season over the last two weeks. I think I think their offensive production has almost doubled in the last two weeks wow. with this guy at quarterback. So And what a great city to have the championship game in. San Antonio yeah. is a terrific city. And I think they'll show up. I think it'll be a big because uh, you know that's the, that's two of the places. St. Louis and San Antonio is where the, the uh, attendance records are the large attendance has been all season long. So I think people will show up for that. And the cool thing is if you're in Arlington and you are a fan, I mean San for what, six hours? But still, I mean, that's not the end of the world if you're going to go down for a weekend and catch a game, you know, watch your championship game and stuff. That's not a bad drive at all. Right yeah. down I-35 yeah. and you go through Waco, you go through uh, uh, Austin, and we can't forget Waxahachie. That's right. And there's at least an opportunity for, what, three or four buckies in the process of that? Is there? You go by Magnolia. <laughs> oh, that's right. The that's birthplace right. of Dr. Pepper. The Texas Rangers Hall of Fame, <laughs> and for those of you that are new to the <laughs> podcast, what you just under what you just learned is that Ben Son Drew played football, college football in Texas, in Marshall, Texas, at ETBU, and the largest majority of their games, or at least a larger majority of their games, were against Texas schools. So. <laughs> They covered a lot of road in Texas that most of us don't get to cover. So that's why, you know, you just got a short little tour. 
<laughs> I'm like the Johnny Cash song with the clause added at the end. I've been everywhere, man, in Texas. In Texas, that's right. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about the USFL because i got to go back on my oxygen. All right. He, he's spraying wasp and on oxygen at the exact same time. Nobody strike a match, okay? Uh, so I tell you what, just very quickly, the big thing about the USFL is we got to talk about the Orlando Breakers. Uh, they nope, that's I did it. I've done it fifty-five times. The Orlando Breakers, the team that Coach Fox coached in the show, Coach, the New Orleans Breakers are the USFL team. All right, so. The New Orleans Breakers, with their uh, new head coach, John DeFilippo, who has been an offensive coordinator in the NFL, but this is his first opportunity to be a full-fledged head coach, uh, replaced last year's head coach, Larry Fedora. And they also have a new quarterback, uh, who is one of my new favorite USFL players, uh, McLeod Bethel Thompson, who is not only number one in your heart, but also number one in your program, because that is his actual number. So uh, that's he can he, he can have that claim. Uh, but he has played incredible. His production is picked up every single week, and they took down Birmingham this week. Mm. Uh, it was two and zero versus two and zero, and something that New Orleans had not been able to do. They were zero and three against Birmingham, and they pulled it off this week and became the the only undefeated team in the league, and truthfully one of the best teams in the league. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to watch those two teams how they maneuver and get toward the championship. That was the big thing this weekend. New Orleans really looks incredible, uh, and coach and quarterback are really telling a story on offense. So it was fun to watch. Somewhat of a surprise so far. Yes, very much so. Very much so. Well, we have something incredible that we are so excited to be able to share with you today about a May Madness bracket challenge that we're hoping that you'll participate in. But before we get to that, Let's pause for this week in sports history, and I really hope it's about honoring whoever invented wasp <laughs> May 2nd, 1909. Wasp is invented. Just kidding. Thankfully for Ben, wasp was invented in 1956. But... On May 2nd, 1909, Honus Wagner steals his way around the bases in the first inning in the nightcap of a doubleheader against Chicago at Pittsburgh's Exposition Park. The Flying Dutchman's trio of stolen bases was a key piece of a five-run first inning in the Bucks' eventual 6-0 victory. It is the fourth time he steals second, third, and home in the same inning, a National League record. The record holder in the American League is Ty Cobb, who will accomplish this feat four times between 1909 and 1924. No player in Major League history has ever accomplished this in both the American and National League. Oh, thank you. This is our 85th episode. It's pretty incredible, isn't it? Darren, you feel 85? I don't uh, feel 85. I'm not going to lie to you. Some do, Some days. <laughs> Never mind. Yes. I, I not only do I feel 85, but I speak 85. <laughs> I saw you run the other day. You look 85. <laughs> That's not inaccurate. <laughs> 
if the wasp had gotten after me, they would have won. <laughs> I bet you would have gone down swinging, though. Well, that's right. I would have. That's right. <laughs> you you played offensive line. That's right. Right, growing up. Yep. So so you're used to being in the trenches and not backing down. That's right. I would have blocked the way for somebody else to come along and get them. I guess would have been. <laughs> I bet you would have taken most of them down before they finally took you that's down. Right. I definitely would have. I think you're right. Something like that. <laughs> or maybe that's just the oxygen to the brain. Too much now. We love sports here on the Bruin Shaver Sports Podcast. You know that because that's what we talk about, and you listen to us talk about it every week. We want to do something in the month of May that we're super stoked about, and that has to do with the greatest sports movies of all time. Yes, yes, yes. We had a tremendously long list that we had to whittle down to 16. Why? Because Darren said we can only do 16. <laughs> I said, why can't we do 68? Like the March Madness. Why can't we do that? No, it's got to be 16. I'm not sure where you came up with this, Darren, but you said it with such a voice of authority that I believed that we had to come down to 16. If it would have been 68, it would have been like summer and fall madness, not May madness. <laughs> <laughs> So we have some brackets, and we want uh, to, to – here's how this is going to work. Your votes are going to determine which movies move on to the next round, the next round, and then to the championship before we crown the official greatest sports movie of all time. Now, there may be some movies that we didn't list that you love, we want to hear about it. Absolutely. Give us the what for if we left off your favorite movie. Absolutely. Tell us how we were so wrong in leaving it off. We, we, we need to hear that because we want to talk about, for starters, we want to talk about that next week. We want to mention some of those movies that you can't believe we left off. So Darren's going to explain all this because I think I'm, oh wait, I'm stepping on my oxygen tube. Never mind. <laughs> Go ahead, Darren. Tell us all about it. So we did put it down to 16 teams or get it down to 16 teams. And basically what we're going to do is we're going to start uh, today, uh, which is Tuesday, May 2nd. As you listen to this, we're going to start doing uh, a, a couple of polls a day on Twitter. In addition to that, we will put the very first bracket uh, uh, on Spotify for people to respond to as well. Uh, and then we will also put... Um, the same polls, or at least the, the brackets that the polls come from from Twitter, on our blog every day uh, with a link to our email address. So you can just click on that and tell us if you're not on social media, if you're not on Twitter. Twitter is going to be the main place we do it because it's most easily set up for polls. If you can do polls on Instagram, I honestly am not intelligent enough or young enough to figure it out. So we don't, so we don't do them on Instagram. So the majority of the polls will be on Twitter. But we want to open those lanes up as well with Spotify and the blog to, to give people, even if you're not on Twitter, you can still vote. Of course, you can also still uh, send us a text on our text line. And all of those links are in show notes if you just scroll down uh, at the bottom or, or to the bottom of the show notes in any episode. You will see the link to our text line, to our blog, um, or actually to our link tree. But we'll put a blog uh, link on there as well as we do this May Madness. Uh, so starting today, Tuesday, May 2nd, we will put out uh, at least two brackets as Twitter polls, which is your which is your favorite uh, sports movie. And 
then people will vote on those and we'll collect all of that in addition to those those polls on Twitter, all the other information we talked about throughout the week, and we will eliminate it. We will knock it down from 16 to 8 throughout the process of the next week, and we'll keep rolling on our bracket. So I guess we'll do the first two that'll be out today on Twitter. We'll do, uh, just to give you an idea of the kind of movies that we're talking about, uh, the first bracket that will be introduced on uh, Twitter today is A League of Their Own versus Karate Kid. And and we should tell you, there is no seating. Uh, we um, we did everything from arm wrestling to even entertain, entertain the concept of, of bare-knuckle fighting uh, to try to decide who would rank where and couldn't come up with an answer. So we just went alphabetical and kind of broke them out into different court characters or categories alphabetically. And that's how the, this, the bracket, uh, what's that called? Bracket placement, I guess, happened. So number one that will come out today on Twitter, and, and you'll see on all those other avenues as well, is League of Their Own versus Karate Kid. And then number two will be Ford versus Ferrari, that's the actual movie, even though it has the word versus in it. So Ford versus Ferrari, and it will be going up against, I can't remember all right, Remember the Titans. There we go. It will be going up against Remember the Titans. Mm. So that's that's just kind of a sample of what you're going to see. And then next week, as I said, we'll talk about all of the feedback we got, movies that you can't believe we left out, and in addition to who won each individual matchup to get us to our next round of, of eight movies. Mm. Boy, it's going to be tough. It was tough it for us to just to whittle it down to 16. It really was, and we'll talk about that next week as well. Some of the movies that we were kind of disappointed weren't on the list. If people don't bring those up, we can throw those in as well. Some honorable mentions, I think, is the way you said it. Yeah, there are so many good, good movies. Yes. We, we just couldn't get around to, to yeah. all of them. So. Yeah. But this is, this is going to be a lot of fun. I think so, too. We're excited about your feedback. We're really excited about your feedback, not only telling us the ones we missed, but getting involved in, in that uh, daily process uh, or a weekly process of, of putting your votes in. So we're, we're very excited about getting your feedback. And I like the mix. As I'm looking over the list here, there are movies, uh, baseball movies, hockey movies, basketball movies, uh, football movies, soccer movies, movies about running, movies, movies about racing, movies about karate, horse racing, MMA, boxing. I mean, a league of their own, women yep. baseball. Absolutely. So I mean, this is really covering a wide swath. Which, what's the greatest line? Swath, swath, somewhere in the neighborhood. Swath, swath. What's, what's the greatest line from the movie A League of Their Own? Chicken broth. Swath, swath, chicken broth. I think it is swath. I'm sorry. I don't remember chicken broth, but you, you totally threw me off. I'm having trouble breathing to begin with, and now you like try to twist me up, man. So, what's the greatest line in the league of their own? There's no crying in baseball, <laughs> <laughs> and it may be one of the funniest scenes ever in a movie when the kids running around mocking Tom Hanks, and, and Tom Hanks of slings and hits him with the baseball glove and knocks him down. <laughs> And, and that might be good, too, to, to pick out lines from each movie. Yeah. That, oh, yeah. You, you know, there's no crying in baseball. Mm -hmm. uh, and A League of Their Own is going up against Karate Kid. What What's a line that you think of when you think of Karate Kid? Oh. Uh, sweep the leg. Sweep the leg, Johnny. Yeah, sweep <laughs> the leg, Johnny. 
Oh, there's another one though. You know, Mr. Miyagi had some great yes, lines he in did. Karate Kid. Wax on, wax off. Wax on, wax Paint off. Paint the there fence. You go. Paint the fence. Uh, the, one of the funniest scenes in that whole movie is when uh, Daniel catches the the fly with the chopsticks mm-hmm. after Mr. Miyagi told him he'd never been able to do it. <laughs> Sits there for five minutes, like, look, beginner's luck. Yeah. <laughs> It's going to be fun. So yes. please participate in this. It, it makes it a lot more more fun or funner. Now, I don't even know how to talk now, Darren. I still, I still, you, totally, you totally got in my head. Compromise. More funner. There you go. No? <laughs> anyway. So check it out. It's yes. going to be there on our yes. social media sites. Uh, vote. Vote, as we say in Louisiana, vote early and vote often. Absolutely. <laughs> True story. True story. (laughs) Thank you for listening to another episode of the Brew and Shaver Sports Podcast. We appreciate you hanging with us, especially on episodes like this. That's right. (laughs) Remember, you can listen to us uh, on your favorite podcast platform. New episodes come out every Tuesday at 6 a.m. Until next week, y'all take care. Have a great week. Thank you for making the Brew and Shaver Sports Podcast your go-to sports show. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review our show if you haven't already. Your feedback is important. Let us know what you think about this week's show. Send an email to brewandshavers at gmail.com or text to our text line, 318-390-3599. We look forward to hearing from you. Thank you again for listening to the Brew and Shavers Sports Podcast. See you next week.